Good afternoon, everybody. You are listening to Community Voices on NPR Illinois 919 UIS. I'm Community Voices Assistant Logan Bricker, and today I'm joined by Tate Cronin, or Tater Tot, <laughs> <laughs> the store manager and apprentice and artist at Good Heart Tattoo Shop in Springfield. Hi, Tate. It's nice to have you here. Hi, Logan. How are you? Good. Before we get into the real ink of the store, could you give us some of your background? Where did you grow up and how long have you been in central Illinois? Oh, man. Okay. So jumped around a little bit. Was born and raised in Little Rock, Arkansas, unfortunately. But <laughs> made my way over here to Springfield. This is where my grandparents are from and stayed here. Got, went to Rochester High School. Before that, I was at Ball Charter. Thought I was going to be a Southeast kid, but mom made us move around the lake. Yep. So, yeah, we've been in Springfield for a hot minute. Have you always known that you wanted to be a tattoo artist, or did you have any other career aspirations before working at the shop? Oh, so I definitely had a, f- a fever dream whenever I was a high schooler to be a tattoo artist. Really? Um, yeah, because I was like the artsy kid. I had lunch like with my art teacher and my friends every day, oh. not in the lunchroom. Shout out Mr. Shaw at <laughs> Rochester High School. Then I got a computer once and they're like, oh, it's impossible to get an apprenticeship. So I kind of killed that. But I knew that art was still my thing. I have a college degree in art. In- art history. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was helping make textbooks for University of Illinois. Definitely couldn't pick a medium, but fell in love with history, and that's a big part of traditional tattooing, too, so. Yeah. I know the shop was opened in 2019, just before the pandemic. What led to the creation of the business, and whose original idea was it? Oh, our owner, Benny. He's he's the man. Benny was raised in a tattoo shop. His mom was a tattoo artist and owned a shop called Gemini Tattoo right off of the interstate near Litchfield, Hillsboro. Mm-hmm. Um, she was an OG like hand sign painter. So she made beautiful signs. And then she was like, hey, there's this new thing like tattooing. And it's kind of a boys club, though. But I want to make it my own. So you used to listen to the old WQLZ. And it used to say tattoos with a woman's touch. Ooh. Yeah, it was really cool. So Benny fell in love with it and his mom passed away in 2003 and his passion before that was music, similar to me and our other artists, Nick DeMarco and Brian Galecki. (laughs) But he said, I'm going to, I'm going to be a tattoo artist instead. And he started tattooing, started his apprenticeship over at New Age Tattoos. Those are still our friends. We love them. Shout out New Age. And then traveled around the country for a long time i think worked at like 40 different shops all over the country because he was you know used to touring with the band so now he's touring with tattoo you can be a pirate like that and just do it kind of wherever yeah (laughs) he kind of manifested it he made a, a journal entry we're really good friends, so I know a little, maybe too much, but it made a journal entry that said, hey, I want to have a tattoo shop where I work with friends and, and make beautiful things happen every day. And then two years later, boom, he had the opportunity to open up a shop. Unfortunately, it was seven months before the pandemic, yeah. but it it's still a thing. Like, it's happening. <laughs> He's doing great. <laughs> how did you guys stay afloat during the pandemic and how did it like influence your business model? Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, we were closed for 75 days. I think Benny painted over 200 paintings as commissions. Oh, wow. To, to stay afloat like that. And I, I think all of my friends, I walk into their house and they have a, a Benny DeWitt flash painting. 
Oh, wow. Which is also wild because you can go to a tattoo shop in California and there's probably one too. <laughs> it's I know, it's so wild. <laughs> I mean, it just goes to show like the artist really does love his craft. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, uh, obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> I think everybody starts to once they get into the industry. A little craziness never hurt anybody. Yeah, no, but you want, you want to do it every day. You want to draw every day. You want to tattoo every day. You think about art at night. We had our second artist come in, Nick DeMarco, too. So he, he painted and by the time it was open, everyone was itching for more tattoos. It's an addiction. Yeah, and also those stimmy checks. Oh, Jeez, yeah. Oh, Pete. <laughs> I was just free pass. Just, oh, now I can get a tattoo. There was a boom that w- that was never there before. There was always slow season and busy season. And then it was just like, boom, you're busy. And there is no slow season. Everyone wants to get tattooed because everyone's having this Ta- environmental crisis. <laughs> Everybody's crazy for tattoo fever. Yeah, but there was so much stuff that was like, I think we did so many plague doctor tattoos in 2020 oh. that <laughs> I don't ever want to see one ever again. <laughs> uh, I I know for my tattoos, after I get one, it's just like, oh, time to get another one. Yep. Or it's just... It's like a Pringle. Once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are actually like located right next to the hotspot Dumb Records. How did you guys end up meeting with them? Okay, so Brian and Benny lived together. This is like, I want to say like 10 years ago, 10 to 7 years ago. And Benny was playing in a big band. He started his apprenticeship. That means at one point he was like literally living in the garage. Zero money. Wasn't happening. Was chasing his dreams, though. This We've is all been happening. There. Yeah. Brian had just graduated from a University of Illinois in Champaign Urbana and came back and said, I still love music. I've still been going to shows. Well, I'm going to help with this venue first off and then later on create Dumb Records and a bunch of other stuff like Dumb Fest and all these beautiful community driven things. And um, Benny and Brian were always the weirdos in the midst of like chaos of this punk house, always sitting down and drawing or painting. Like Brian was always listening to records or trying to do record of the night. And then Benny was planted at the kitchen table (laughs) painting whenever brian decided to open up the shop downtown after black sheep closed the location moved to downtown from south grand 11th and benny was looking for the spot dumb records was already there and it kind of was just perfect just an alleyway apart an alleyway apart. Yeah. And we've both utilized that alley for shows and stuff. Yeah, that's like that's shows. awesome. You can just get a little little alley show going on. Yeah. Pop Laura up. Jane Grace played there. We helped, we helped get Laura Jane Grace here, and that was awesome. If you guys would like to learn more about Dumb Records and Brian Galecki, go ahead and check it out on NPR Illinois and the Community Voices site. But if you're just now joining us and you don't know what we're talking about, you are listening to Community Voices on NPR Illinois 919 UIS. I'm Community Voices Assistant Logan Bricker, and today I have with me Tate Cronin, artist and store manager of Good Heart Tattoos. What kind of art tattoo styles does your shop or artists specialize in? We specialize in traditional tattooing. So bright and bold tattoos with a black outline, ones that are going to age properly and look beautiful for forever. So what are like the different like styles that usually people will see? People go in and some people get watercolor tattoos. Some people get 
traditional Japanese tattoos. Some people like tribal tattoos. Um, that's very vague. Some people want like really dainty fine line tattoos and maybe they'll see from like Pinterest or their friends have it because tattoos are all over TikTok and stuff now. Yeah. The only difference is with traditional tattoos, it's 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 not a trend. It's the reason why electric tattoo machines were made. I think the first tattoo shop ever opened up in New York City in like 1870. So some of our designs and application process are, are similar. Now, are there any styles or designs that you avoid for whatever reason? Or Oh, yeah. I mean, like, let's say someone comes in and they want a, a, a realism piece. Right, like a kind of like a portrait. Yeah, something that looks like a like a photo. Mm-hmm. Right, that's something that that we don't specialize in, and we're not going to pretend. We're not going to take your money and give you an expectation that you're going to walk out with something like you wanted. We would rather point people in the right direction for people we know who specialize in, in that stuff, even the way that we specialize in traditional tattooing. And I think we have some camaraderie with a local artist. Like we usually send people to. Our, our friends who are who are good at that stuff. I think yeah. that's really cool just having that camaraderie among the Springfield natives and the rest of the businesses in the area. Yeah, it's fun. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel like a competition. It just kind of feels like, oh, there's there's our neighbor over there. He he does it better than us, but if you want something like this, I mean, we got it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have like shared Christmas parties with other tattoo shops every year. <laughs> I think our shop probably tattoos the most tattoo artists also from other really? shops in town. Yeah. So I, I like that we're kind of like part of this hub, but we we want that community. I mean, it's the industry. We want to be able to, to yeah. talk to people. I mean, you don't really see artists fighting like that. They're just angsty in the corner doing their drawings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to somebody who is maybe on the fence about getting their first tattoo? I mean, we've all been there. Yeah, that's a hard one because your first tattoo is it feels so hard to finally like take the jump. But just find an artist that you're comfortable with and definitely, like I said, do, do your research. And maybe some people take like the image of something that they want and they'll put it as like their screensaver of their phone for like six months before they get it or something. Yeah, I'm way more impulsive. <laughs> And that's also, I think, why we also do walk-ins, like street shop style, twice a week, because we know that people kind of do that on a whim. That's just part of tattoo culture. It's a different type of body modification. It's not like plastic surgery, you know? (laughs) We're adorning someone's body. It's permanent jewelry. But think about whether you want to wear that jewelry or not forever. But also... The beautiful part of tattooing is there was always a time and a place for it. So I, I, I have a lot of tattoos. There's tattoos that I have that I, I go, wow, I can't believe I have that. <laughs> or, or wow, that that's silly or that's funny or that's cute. And that's not necessarily something I'd get now. But that's the beautiful part of it is that it's still was part of me. I think that's what's really cool about tattoos in general is the idea that you're telling a story with your body. Mm-hmm. And it's for you. You honestly see a lot of people that are going out and being like, oh, I want this completely unique tattoo where people are worried that maybe they're copying a design, but really you love that design or what you're getting for a specific reason. It may not mm-hmm. be the same reason as another person, but it's it's your own story regardless. 
Yeah. Yeah. You'd be you'd be surprised about what things people would associate with the personal stories of their own. They see, you know, a lady head with a, a snake and they're like, oh, that reminds me of a snake charmer because I've had bad relationships or <laughs> or the amount of like memorial tattoos are a really, really big thing. I encourage them to think about getting tattoos that don't look like you know morbidly but like like tombstones like yeah. get the the a personal thing that that person really loved or liked and that's the cool part is that people would not necessarily know that their memorial tattoos you get to share with and you get to choose to be vulnerable and tell people that story if you want to or not yeah. it doesn't have to be so obvious that's the cool part about art too are there any like stories that you've had from like any customers that you might want to share oh man so this gal we did a charity event indicator toys for tats over at oakwood tattoos they're awesome and this gal got a tattoo from my mentor boss benny the owner of good heart and it was a little heart inside of like a frozen ice cube and this gal had lost her husband to heart heart failure and for some reason she like she chose that one she loved it because she thought it was like for her husband like that was a memorial tattoo for her you know she gets this little heart on her forever and I was just like I wouldn't, wouldn't even thought of that you know but and similar to myself I have a, a a brick on my on my arm that's for my buddy that's from St. Louis Brick City who passed away oh. four years ago. So when people ask me, I'm like, what's up with the cinder block? And I'm like, you would never have thought that. The world may never know. <laughs> yeah. But it's that's the thing. is, It's like it's these special little things that that people associate with images, whether they're obvious or not, that memorialize, memorializes their, their loved one forever. That's, little mementos through time. That's what tattoos are. It's 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 like life. Tattooing is about life. I don't know how else to decide it. Like it, people memorialize people. People celebrate birth. They get you know tattoos for their their children and birth, death, and everything in between. Yeah, and it's it's their interests, their likes, their dislikes. Sometimes I've seen people get tattoos of huge spiders, and I'm like, you like spiders? And they're like, hell no, I hate spiders. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm terrified of spiders, but that, that's the the cool part. It's like, that's what we're doing. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, as we start to wrap up, are there any like upcoming events that you're planning or anything our listeners should come down into your shop and see? Every weekend we do walk-in weekends. That's a first come, first served. It's like a big tattoo party. If you want to get tattooed, it's every Friday and Saturday starting at noon. But also the cool thing about our shop is that we do have lots of guest artists from all over the country. We just had Kevin McKenzie, who came in from Austin, Texas, who's a Springfield native. And we have a few more coming up in the next few weeks. I just don't know for sure dates. But Nick Green is going to be here from Indiana. He's an amazing traditional tattoo artist. And we'll also have our old buddy Terry Lessard from Peoria. For those that out there that maybe want to come down and get a tattoo or maybe for people that want to just learn more for these events where can they go to see what you're planning or where is your shop located instagram and facebook is great i like to update instagram and facebook a lot our insights at the top of our instagram page our highlights will tell you what guest artists are coming through how to book who the artists are and a lot of tattoos same with goes to our facebook our address we love to see people in person though so if you want to come see us in person we're at 414 east monroe street downtown spring 
Springfield across the street from the post office and right next to Dumb Records. I mean, there's so many downtown events that happen, though, too. I'm pretty sure we're getting into the fest season. And also the Levitt Amp Grant series will be That's happening right. again, which I'm so stoked for because it brings in a lot of traffic, too. It's time for a collab. The car shows. Like, all of the... I love downtown. We love... We love downtown. <laughs> now that's the kind of attitude we love to have in our Springfield community. Yeah. I'd like to talk about city planning now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Another time. <laughs> there are some opinions that shouldn't be said. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> now before we go, is there anything that I missed that you'd like to touch on or a final message that you'd like to leave us off with? Really? We like to say two things at Good Heart Tattoos. One of them is explicit, so I can't say it, but the other one is PMA, positive mental attitude. Always keep your head up. Everyone should feel good about reaching out to other people and uh just having a community base. Springfield's so small. Community outreach is so easy. Just talk to people. That's all of it is. Just, it's all love. Good heart. If you guys want to learn the other side of that saying, then make sure to go down to Good Heart Tattoos and visit Tate Cronin and get your tattoo today. Thanks, Logan. <laughs> to listen to past Community Voices segments, visit nprillinois.org. Community Voices airs weekdays at noon and Saturdays at 5 p.m. Production assistance is provided by the Community Voices team, Randy Eccles, Vanessa Ferguson, Julie Heller, and Tim Bowl. I'm Bee Bonner. Thanks for listening and good afternoon.